Well, congratulations, first of all. Um, you obviously, you know, you voted with your feet. You wanted Malcolm Turnbull to win the top job. Uh, you must be pretty happy that uh, it's it's gone relatively smoothly. Well, it has. Um, I mean, first of all, I think you should always respect and uh, pay credence to the work that Tony Abbott has done. And uh, I do want to acknowledge that at the outset. And there's no, uh, and the reason for doing this is is about the future. Uh, it is about the fact that we have to grasp it. And uh, Malcolm Turnbull's the right person to do that. Uh, and you know, I was part of a government that did use a cabinet well that used its procedures and its processes and its backbench well and we hadn't done that and I think that if we're going to grasp the future in the way that Malcolm Turnbull talks about not only do you need him as the individual, but you need that whole group and you need that yeah. process to work. So they're the so, reasons, so you're Caroline, talking, we got did what we did. You're talking about the Howard government, so you're yes, saying am, that he yeah. would have a different style. And I, I did think that it was quite telling yesterday. I was waiting to see what John Howard said. I I would have assumed that he'd be more scathing of, of the of the change, but he, he really hasn't been, has he? He's oh, said, he's very measured, yeah. and um, as he always yeah. is and considered. Um, you know, he's been friends with Tony Abbott, and he was the one that, persuaded Malcolm Turnbull to stay in the parliament and said that, you know, your time hasn't come yet, as in to leave, there may be things for you to do. And if you think about what we're trying to do on the coast and what's happening around the world, there is probably no better politician positioned to know, understand and appreciate the role that we all have to take if we're going to realise our place in the world and and actually grasp these opportunities. Mm. We all know about the risks of digitisation and people losing their jobs, but there are great opportunities and... You know, that's why it makes it exciting. Now, what are you saying to voters who are frustrated with, you know, what's it been now, eight years of leadership changes that really the average voter didn't have much say in at all? Oh, look, I totally get that, Mark. And um, you do get that frustration. Um, Some of it is, you know, white hot. Um, Obviously, you get a lot of people who are delighted. And um, I've taken the time to ring some that have rung, you know, contacted the office and spoken with them one-on-one and explained why. Uh, they deserve to know that. And, uh, you know, I don't go through the entrails of anything, but you do explain why I feel it's in the nation's interest. And my duty is, first and, all, first and foremost, not to my party or loyalty to an individual. It's actually loyalty to the nation. And if you think your nation's best served by a long shot, by having a change, then you know you are required to do it. That's that's the way I approach these things, and okay. I just I just mm. tell people that that's the the motivation and why. Yeah, sure. Hey, um, your Facebook page, White Roy's Facebook page, there is some. There's, I I, I think some some quite menacing, quite intimidating. Uh, threats on on both pages, and it has made me think about your staff in your office. Um, has this been a rough couple of days? Actually, surprisingly not. I mean, Facebook, you're dead right, and I was looking through it last night, and then I go and look at people's profiles and mm. I see where they're coming from. Um, they're all over the country. Few of them are from the electorate. Yeah. But um, the staff we received yesterday, about 20 phone calls. Five of them were from the electorate, 20 on this matter. Five were from the electorate, and um, three, I think, were opposed, and two were four. Right. So some of the... Uh, there, there was some ugly phone calls, yeah. but... When you say to them, look, you know, Mr. Bruff's happy to, to ring you back if you just uh, would like to give us your address and where you're from, it tends to bring the conversation to a bit of a, a short end. Mm. Right. Yeah, so they, 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 just, just, they, just, stay, they just want to have their rant and hang yeah. up. Yeah. And, and in fact, that's exactly right, Mark. In fact, some people say that. They go, oh, 
I just just wanted to tell you how much I think he's a traitor and he's this and he's mm. that. Mm. You go, well, thanks for that. Okay. Um, now, uh, the, the poll, obviously, that ca- that came out, uh, Labor voters saying, yep, they prefer Malcolm Turnbull. Uh, and then, obviously, a lot of Liberal v- voters very happy with the change. But Andrew Bolt last night on the 7.30 reports, he's clearly very unhappy. Uh, and, and he said, you know, maybe we need a conservative breakaway. Do you think that that will happen, that a Cory Bernardi or someone like that will actually not be able to work inside um, the broad church of the Liberal Party and, 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 and there will be an offshoot of Pauline Hanson or someone like that, that that raises their head? There's always a chance, Caroline, that an, an individual may go and do something on their own. Will there be a, a mainstream Conservative Party? No. Uh, I mean, if Malcolm Turnbull has learned something um, in the process of all of his time in Parliament, is that you do have to embrace everyone's views. I have seen that over the last couple of weeks. I've witnessed it over the last couple of weeks. I have seen a different Malcolm Turnbull to the one that I sat in Parliament with, or sat in the Cabinet with in 2006 and 2007. So his view of the world isn't the only view, and he's made that absolutely clear to individuals when he's spoken to them on issues such as gay marriage, you know, which is such a vexed issue for some of our colleagues. And uh, you know, we've got to respect that, whether we agree with their views or not. So um, I think you will find that because he intends to embrace people. All right, Mal Bruff, thanks very much for your time. Mate, good to, good to, look, good to talk to you. I'm and glad to hear that my voice is still working to some degree, if only just. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, we want to know if you... What, what's the, the portfolio shop? Yeah, what's yeah, going well, on? yeah what, absolutely, this what weekend. Are you your, what are you putting your hand up for? No. How many times do I have to tell people, you can put your hand up and, and wave it around, and a few of my colleagues have been doing that, I noticed, on TV. <laughs> yes. It makes no difference. The Prime Minister and the Deputy sit down and they work it out themselves. And when they're good and ready, they come and tell you. And there's two choices. Mm. You either say yes or it's good night, nurse. It's not, it's not like, um, oh, no, I didn't really want that, Dad. Can I have that, that one over there? <laughs> it's, a nice, it's a nice thought, isn't it? But it's actually wrong. All right. <laughs> you yeah. two have a good day. You too, man. Yeah. See ya. Bye.